This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, it would interfere with the election, there's no doubt. But if he has, in fact, committed serious crimes, that's his fault, not the prosecution's fault. But if it's uh, an elective indictment, if it's something that could either go uh, one way or the other, then it shouldn't be brought during an election campaign. Uh, he now will face at least three indictments, perhaps the fourth one in Fulton County. And, uh, look, I have a constitutional right to do what I've done twice, that is to vote against Donald Trump on the merits. And I intend to exercise that constitutional right, and I don't want prosecutors to take that away from me and the millions of other people who want to vote either for or against Donald Trump. The vote should be up to the people, the citizens, not up to a bunch of bureaucrats who decide uh, that he should be indicted. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love tonight. friend right there, the great constitutional attorney, Alan Dershowitz, who's become a regular on the program, talking about this latest trumped-up indictment charge for Donald Trump. And, of course, you've got Mar-a-Lago. That's the uh, third on the way. Georgia, the fourth on the way. Before I get to my dear friend of 46 years and the best defense attorney in the world today, in the world, Joseph Tacopina, do want to wish Heshi Organbaum. Our good friend, Heshi Organbaum, a very happy 35th birthday. Happy birthday, Heshi. And my dear, dear, dear friend, Joseph Nunziata, and his beautiful wife, Susan, who is a rabid fan of this show. She loves this show. Nunzi and Susan celebrating their 34-year wedding anniversary. Got me beat by uh, two and a half years. Wow. Yes, today. And Susan, what a sweet lady this is. She actually gave a kidney to a friend of hers a year ago, and she's doing great. So all three of you folks, Heshi Jorgenbaum, Joe and Susan Nunziata, I love you all. This guy I love, too. love him a lot. 46 years, Donald Trump's attorney, as well as many other famous names, the great Joseph Tacopina. Joseph, good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm good, brother. I'm, I'm full still from last night. I, I was at Gravesend, you know, where you, you do that terrific acting on that show. Yeah. Um, I went to L&B last night, and I just, Lenny, I just did not stop bringing food and yeah. the pizza. I mean, things that I've never seen before, but sure. yeah. I don't think I'll ever eat food again. Um, no. I think I'm done. I think I'm, I'm completely done. So, yeah. and he says hello to you. And no, he doesn't. Going through that area, he does not say hello to me. I, I, I hate that place. What? How can you say that? How can you say that seriously? You hate LMB's for morning garden. Yes, I hate it. I, I don't hate the food. His food, Lenny's food, is is spectacular. So you don't know Best the history. In the world. What happened was when I moved back to New York in 2016, before I became the 
raging superstar I am today. <laughs> you are. But I was already on WABC with Bernard. I mean, I had some name, FAN, years ago. And I would go to L&B all the time because I lived in Brooklyn with my sister Ray Sherry, as you know, in Mill Basin. And I would go with Danielle and Ava and Gabe to L&B, and I would stand online for 40 minutes, 50 minutes. And uh, one day I got aggravated. And I said, you know, Craig Carton walks right in. Boomer Esiason walks right in. Steve Schripper walks right in. Artie Idala owns the place. I know he's a Brooklyn guy. He's an attorney, but he's got one-tenth the amount of fame that I've got. Why am I always online? I swear to God. And they said, they said nothing to me, and I came back once more, waited 45 minutes, and said, shove your pizza up your ass. And I've yeah, never, but, and I've never gone know, back but, since. You know what, though? How would Lenny have known that? Lenny needs to know that because Lenny would roll the red carpet out for you, Sid. He loved you. He talked about you last night. I told him I was going to mention you on the show this morning. Um, he thought you were amazing in Gravesend, by the way. And <laughs> and here's the best pizza in the world. So I know. Bygones be bygones. That pizza is well, worth waiting for. Well, you know what's funny you is. You were there. You would have I know, what's, you know what, what's funny is Idala sent me Lenny's number. I swear to God, Tack. About three weeks ago, Idala sends me Lenny's number, and he goes, Listen, Lenny really does love you. And I'm like, well, I, listen, I love him, and I love his food. And there's no question that L&B Spumoni Gardens is a landmark. I mean, you can't even compare. I don't want to hear about Ray's Pizza 20 years ago. Oh, Nothing. Please. Right. So so I, I am willing to bury the hatchet. So you're telling me I should call yeah. Lenny. I should call listen, him. That, what, if I just scrolled up to that L&B and, and Lenny didn't know was there and no one recognized me, I'd wait in the last 40 minutes, too. How does, how does the little little Mexican dude at the front know that you're who right. you are? I mean, right. right? He's just a guy taking names. Yeah, I guess. Lenny, right. he'll have a table waiting right. for you. Right. And we'll go together. We'll grab my dad. That's we'll good. go together. We'll I like Bruce that. Chariot. Right. We'll get Bruce Chariot. We'll get the whole crew. We'll go. Bruce Chariot. That's funny. But you, you know, you. everybody knows who you are. Uh, and it's been a long time. You've been very, very... Famous for a long time, but but now especially, I know you're going to be on Sean Hannity again tonight. He loves you as he should, representing Donald Trump the way you do. And, and you heard the uh, the quote that I played from Alan Dershowitz, which basically said, this is election interference. Let's stop. Even if Jack Smith has something on that second one, the classified documents case, these other three, Georgia, January 6th, Alvin Bragg and the city, they're embarrassing. And now, Joseph, now they've added... More charges to the second one. Now 40 counts, a third defendant on the one they may have him on, which is the classified documents. But even that one speaks to the same thing, election interference. Yes? Yeah, uh, look, Alan said it perfectly. Let the people decide who they want to be the president. What this smacks of is them trying to kneecap and remove Joe Biden's chief political opponent for presidency, a guy who happens to be leading Biden in polls. And and they're deciding who the American people will have a choice to elect. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Look, here, here's the bottom line. He's the leader of the Republican Party right now. He's the front runner for the presidency of 2024. Um, he's leading Biden, and, and he's just being held to a different standard of justice. And I've been saying that since I entered the case and, and started having the privilege of representing President Trump. He's being held to And that's what really gets me going, that he's being held to a different standard of justice because of politics. This latest indictment juxtaposed to the Hunter Biden situation from a day earlier is proof positive of a two tiered system of justice under Biden, where where one could escape scrutiny and other, another can be absolutely excoriated for any technicality they could find. They'll shake that, that book out and see whatever comes out, and they're going to throw it at him. They'll throw it at him until his knees bend, and his knees don't bend. And there's going to be a collision course here that's going to be ferocious.
My buddy Anthony just texted me, too. I buy a lot of my clothing these days at his place, the garage in Brooklyn, up off from Simone Gardens, and he said, I told you I could fix it, and you said no. So I got Takapina, I got Idala, I've got Anthony all on the job to fix it. We go together. We go together. And then you take me to the garage. I want to go to the garage. Oh, he's got, you see how I dress? You dress wonderfully as well. You look great in his clothing. But you're right, you're right about this. So what's interesting is, initially, I think Sean Hannity was having you on tonight, to talk about Hunter Biden, but now with the trumped-up charges on Donald Trump, I would imagine he's going to want from you what you just gave me, which is look at the difference between the two. Yeah, I mean, look look at the differences, right? What happened to the classified documents investigation, a special prosecutor uh, that was looking at Joe Biden's classified document possession, which were spread all over the place, not not a place like Mar-a-Lago, which is a fortress, by the way, um, but they were in a university, they were in a garage, they were next to a Corvette, I mean, it's like on the floor, and there was a special <laughs> prosecutor appointed, but you've never heard another word about it. Here, they're looking at every piece of paper and every document, and again, what this, to the American public, look, perception is reality, Sid, and people out there, and I, well, I can't tell you how many people came up to me last night at, at LMB, but people out there are, are saying, and remember, this is the perception of the common folk, not the lawyer, the person who understands the federal sentencing guidelines and the rules and everything else. They're saying, how come the president's son commits yep. tax fraud brazenly? Not not, a, not even a defense, because he was ready to plead guilty to that. Possesses a gun illegally, is, is basically an unregistered foreign agent, and it was going to get away with it, literally a slap on the wrist, no jail time, nothing. And with Donald Trump, they're talking about, I don't know, 653 years in jail, if you put it all together right now. <laughs> yeah. um, which, you know, he's a, a strong guy, but that's a lot of years in jail for anyone. Uh, you know, I mean, how can you, how can someone yeah. from the outside looking in think that this yeah. is a fair administration? It's not. It is not. It's not. It's a joke. Uh, now, you think, though, in your heart of hearts that of those 653 years, Donald Trump will not serve one day, right? I don't think he'll serve right. one day. I mean, right. I'll in the Manhattan case, you know, I've been very confident, very outspoken about that case from day one. That's that's maybe the most outrageous. That's not maybe. That is the most outrageous of them all. That's not even a crime. Um, that was a political hit job if I've ever seen one. Um, you know, this documents cases. I mean, they're being so hyper technical about things. And there, by the way, there's a real dispute in the law here. Don't forget that there's the Presidential Records Act that is going to come into play here. So there's going to be some real real legal battles in this case. Well, hold on one second. I'm glad you brought that up because there's no better legal mind than you. Yes, the presidential act is one thing, but the trumped-up charge today, and the one I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe they're really centered on here, Merrick Garland and and the federal government, is obstruction, which they did bring up again yesterday when they added those, uh, those new counts. The obstruction possibility, does that not exist? Well, the, the charge exists. The reality of it is based on what? Based on what? Somebody that they brought to their knees, the prosecutors, threatened them with decades in jail, some guy who, who basically makes, I don't know, $50,000 a year who, who can't even fight for himself. I know how it works. I used to be a prosecutor. Sid. I know what happens. The uh, amount of pressure they could put on an individual to bend and say something. Remember, there's no recordings of obstruction. There's no, there's no videos of obstruction. Hold on. When we say obstruction, what they're saying is, just for folks out there that don't follow as closely as you and I, what they're saying is basically that Donald Trump went out of his way to make sure people in and around him protected him. Is that fair to say? 
Lied for at, him? Lied for him? That's lied from at his direction. At his direction, they're saying. It's not, listen, if someone decides they want to protect Donald Trump and he didn't know about that's not Donald Trump's obstruction of justice. It's, he had a direct this act, okay? And, and there really, really is, the evidence here is, first of all, if they had that evidence, they would have brought it initially. So what they now have is they were trying to put pressure on on the the caretaker of Marlowe, the Oliveira, or whatever his name is. They were trying to put pressure on him. And they waited a month, two months, three months, and clearly they, they realized that was never going to happen. He was never going to flip, cooperate, say things that perhaps weren't true just to curry favor with the prosecutors and get out from under. Uh, he stood his ground, and they said, okay, good, we'll indict you now, too. And, and, and that's what happens. I mean, it's like, play ball with us, or we're coming after you. How is Will Norta uh, and, and, and the Oliveira going to defend themselves against the, the, the might of the Department of Justice that's spearheaded by a Department of Justice that's, that's favoring the, 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 the term precedent? You know, looking the other way when it comes to his family, but anything Trump-related, we're going to go after him with a fury. If they could apply the death penalty to this case, they would have. Um, and it's, that's, that's what's sad, really sad, yeah. because it, it's so clear now we have, a, a, you know, a, a hit directed by, you know, the Biden DOJ on a presidential candidate. Right. Let the, let, the, let the elections run its course and then see what happens. You know, I'm curious. We had a great discussion last week, too. You're great every week about uh, cases you would and wouldn't take. You mentioned Harvey Weinstein. Uh, this is, uh, let's assume, it's a hypothetical, of course, but let's assume it's before you got that phone call from President Trump. And right now you've got no political clients. And before mm-hmm. Trump calls you, the Bidens call you. <laughs> Listen, Hunter's having all kinds of issues, blah, blah, blah. Would you represent Hunter Biden in, in any one of these 90,000 issues he's involved in? Would you have taken that case? I have to say no, sir. I mean, look, that, that didn't really? happen, right? But 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 I'll tell you why I would say no. To represent someone, I need one of two things. I need to either love the person like you, no matter what anyone accuses you of doing. I love you. I represent you. Stand by your side. Thank you. No matter what. I have people like that. You know that. Yes. I did that with Imus. I did that with other people I really care about. Conversely, uh, I have to believe in the case or the cause. I really have to feel like strong about what we're fighting for. When President Trump came to me and I looked at the Manhattan District Attorney's case and the, these other cases that are non-political in, 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 in name, but have the undertones of, of political sort of uh, weaponization of the justice system, I got very involved, mentally, emotionally, and personally involved because I can't stand when I feel abuses of the system. I hate it. It was with all my clients. Meek Mill, look at Meek Mill's case. I mean, that's a long time ago, about six, seven years ago, but but that was a case where this guy was being run over by a judge who was abusing her power, okay? Now, Meek, fortunately, had the wherewithal to fight that, but what he did was fight that for the voiceless, the people who didn't have that wherewithal, and he formed a reform system. And Michael Rubin, who was a great friend and a great client and, and a celebrity in his own right, yeah. really spearheaded this reform organization, the reform movement organization with Jessica Jackson, uh, Van Jones, and others who really have now focused on helping people not be run over by a system when they can't afford to. So so to me, those are the things that get my – that's my dopamine, Sid. That's my dopamine. <laughs> yeah. So with Hunter Biden, a guy who has disgraced his family, um, has has abused his power constantly, 
you know, look, there are many people I said no to Harvey Weinstein, right? I mean, if he asked me, I wouldn't even think about that. Right, Not right. Not even think about it. Right, just, yeah. Just, it well, has to be right no. for me. Yeah. Everyone's entitled, everyone's entitled to a, a, a vigorous defense. No, I get that. Right. Not yeah. everyone's entitled to my vigorous defense. <laughs> right. So, even, even Rex you know. Uerman, uh is entitled to an attorney. 60 seconds to go. I had Rudy on yesterday, and the price is going crazy. And on. He's admitted he lied about these two oh, Georgia elections. God, boy, I know. But they've really misspun that one. I know, they did. And, and, and Rudy was great on this show yesterday explaining all of that. But I said to Rudy, I said, you wake up in the morning, does it bother you that people hate you? And i got to be honest, Joe, since you started representing Donald Trump and showing up on Sean Hannity's show twice a week, I do read some stuff which really bothers me because I love you that's negative about you. Does that bother you? Oh, that's, it doesn't bother me. Look, the, the, when, you, when you play in the big leagues, you're going to get hit by a fastball every now and then, right? I love it. I knew coming into this case that there was going to be that, right? I mean, I had some great sit. <laughs> this, I, I, actually, I'm shocked by the, the, the press I've gotten since I've represented the president. I mean, the Washington Post perhaps wrote the best feature I may have ever had. It was the great. The Washington Post is no fan yes. of Donald Trump. New York Magazine, Fox News, USA Today, the New York Post, Wall Street Journal, and Bloomberg, and New York Law Journal all wrote these glowing pieces about me. And I didn't do that for this case for that. But I got them, and it's based on merit. It's based on my track record of success, which is not really disputable. But then, of course, the far left who hates all things Trump and will try and excoriate all things Trump have taken pot shots. But they're from idiots who've never seen the inside <laughs> of a well of a courtroom, who've never tried a case, who are cowards, who are jealous, who are just haters. And if you fight for Donald Trump hard, they will say that you're the devil, that you're, you're a horrible person, you're incompetent, you're whatever. They don't like people who have the, the let's say, balls, yeah. strength, yeah. to literally stand up for someone they hate more than the devil, okay? And, and if they, they, because they're, they're, they're threatened by that, their only you know, means is to attack because they have the power of the pen. But when you look at the people who write that stuff, you know, they're, they're 25-year-old like, people, yeah. kids in their basement, you know, <laughs> in their underwear, like writing blogs, getting paid $12 a, an article, yeah. and being posted for bait flick. You know, a clickbait, what do they call it? Yeah. They get on the no, so, you're right. It's so irrelevant. It does, I don't lose a minute's sleep over it because when the New York Times and, and Wall Street Journal and Washington Post starts writing negative stuff about me, then I'll, then I'll say, geez, maybe I've done something wrong. <laughs> not right. the case here. So I'm not, not too worried about, Good. you know, I don't know, crime and, and, and noncrime.com or whatever the hell I call these. Uh, good for you, Joseph. No, you're, uh, you're an amazing person, a tremendous, tremendous attorney. I am proud of you. I'm proud to be your friend. I'm thrilled for your success. And I'll be watching you tonight on Sean Hannity, folks, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox News. He's my best buddy of 46 years. He is the great attorney, Joseph Takapina.